guys, welcome back to another episode of Fill My Cup podcast. Thank you again for listening in. I hope that your Monday mornings at 8 a.m. have been so blessed by getting to hear other people's stories. I know for me even, it's been such a blessing to get to reminisce and think back on the conversations had. And so thank you again for listening in. And I just hope that these are an encouragement to you. Today, I have my friend Maria on the podcast with me, if you want to say hey. Hey, guys. Hello. (laughs) Uh, So she is on the podcast today, and we are super, super excited to be sharing her story because I actually want to share with you how we met, which, do you you want to share how we met? Sure. Okay. Okay. So um, we met at Victory Church. It's a church in Boca that we both go to. Well, my mom, my parents started going there first. Um, I was actually up in FSU in Tallahassee. And so I saw Tristan in like the front row and I was like, that girl looks so familiar. And I was like, wait a minute. I've totally seen that girl before. Oh my gosh. I saw her story on her testimony video on YouTube. Um, Cause I remember like I had taken a trip to Israel. Uh huh. Um, over the summer and I really wanted to see like testimonies of like Jewish people finding Jesus and that's you just randomly looked that up that's what I searched up okay and your testimony came up now you know what's crazy so after we talked the other day okay um I was like oh I want to see your testimony again so I looked that up again and your video didn't come up and I scroll I scrolled and it wasn't there and I'm like that's crazy I I honestly feel like God placed it there on YouTube, like as the top video for me to watch so I could meet you. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Like, so you went back to watch it. That's actually, yeah. now I need to see what's happening about that. <laughs> Why did it come up? But yeah. you know, probably just more people have posted now. So True. other videos are coming. I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. But it was so for you to watch yeah, that. Exactly. And then we come to Victory and you walk up to me just mm. like, I've seen your story. And because of that, we got to get coffee and just Mm -hmm. like I got to hear your story personally, Mm -hmm. which I think even though social media can be super divisive and it's easy to be like, oh, everyone's just attached to their phones and addicted to their videos and everything. But it can also be the biggest platform to be able to reach so many people that you would have never known. And so I literally would have never known you unless like some other way through a small group or something we met. But because of the video posted, mm-hmm. you just never know who you're reaching and who you're speaking to, which is also even just the point of this podcast in yeah. general, because you never know who's listening. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a God story when they're in a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus. And I just think that there should be a platform. We build up all these platforms about ourselves to put ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. Let's make one for Jesus, you know, like yes, let's give him absolutely. his rightful position at the top to be able to be glorified and have people share their testimonies about what he's done in their life. So I wanted you to come on and you came to know me from my story, but I think that your story is amazing as well. So you were on YouTube watching testimonies, but did you grow up a Christian or how did that, Right. So how'd you get to that? Yeah, we can get into it. So I, um, or something I want to say quickly too, is like the reason I want to do this too, and like come on your podcast and tell my story is like, for me, obviously, it is a little nerve-wracking, like, being vulnerable and, like, speaking about all what's happened. And, like, obviously, I was, I'm afraid of what people might think, this and that. But, like, truly, you know what got me to um, put my faith in Jesus was watching someone else's testimony video. Mm-hmm. And so if I can do that today for someone, like, that, that is everything. And it's not about me exactly, like... I just want to say, yeah, there's so much power in just sharing your story. And um, 
I was saved back in th- January 2023. So it's been, what, like eight or nine months. So this is just me sharing my story and my walk thus far. And it's fairly new. I am a baby Christian, you can <laughs> say. So if I say anything that might be, I don't know, like theologically wrong or whatever, I... I'll be honest, like, I'm not super well-versed mm. yet with the Bible. Like, I do read it almost every day now, way more often. Um, but I still, there's so much I don't know, and there's still so many questions I have. So this is just my information for being a Christian for the past No, I love so. that you said that, too, even that little, like, not necessarily pre-warning, but pre-warning, yeah, like, a disclaimer. like, disclaimer, because I feel like there may even be people watching this that feel that they can only share their story if they have been a Christian yeah. for all these years or they're theologically sound in everything mm-hmm. they say. If that was the case, everyone used in the Bible had crazy backgrounds mm-hmm. and none of them, I'm sure at the time, like were theologians out here. Like yeah. it was a tax collector and there's like someone who was just like a prostitute who, who told her story. There was someone who Jesus met at the well who went and evangelized to the whole city by sharing her story. Like none of these people so were these like very well doctrinated, sounded like eloquent people sharing their stories. They're ordinary everyday people who testified about God's goodness. And we're not always going to get it right. I'm not always going to say the right things. You're not always going to say the right things. But it becomes concerning when it's like, oh, well, she said this and this was theologically incorrect. So now take the whole testimony and throw it out the window. Like it just isn't that way because God gave you a story. And I just think that's so powerful for people to know that, too, that maybe you'll get things wrong theologically. But your story holds so much power. Yeah. Just like listen to what's coming from my heart. Yeah. I just want to speak from my heart today. And um, thank you for saying that. That honestly gave me peace. Oh, good. Like you're so right. Like the people in the Bible. They were just they just shared the personal encounter they had with Jesus. They don't know anything thus far. They're just like, guys, like this happened. He healed me of this. I don't know, but like I just know it's him. And yes. like, whoa, there's power there. And that's exactly how I felt. Um, so yeah, we'll start in the beginning. So I was raised Catholic. So I was brought up with, yeah, an understanding of God and Jesus, like the God of the Bible. Jesus, I went to Catholic school from pre-k to eighth grade i would say it was definitely like a cultural thing you know we'd go to church every sunday because that's just what you do overall it was definitely very good that as a child i had a relationship with god and i prayed and then we all have i guess a trauma we go through in life um mine was when i was nine my dad passed away from cancer Mm. and that was very hard obviously as a kid it's hard to just like even grasp it understand it but I remember I was still pretty faithful like I was like all right God I know like there's you didn't just this didn't just happen by chance like there has to be a reason behind this like everything happens for a reason God like but why God like why did you do that like this sucks like why would you do that um so who knows if you know that might have planted like a seed of doubt of God for me um but yeah and then as I got older um I was just starting to question the faith more like how is it that there's all these other religions um believing other gods but like if they don't believe in this god they're gonna go to hell like that does not sound right that doesn't sound fair and I'm like why would god be a man in the sky like that doesn't make sense and so I was just questioning doubting and then 
I kind of was just like all about science. Like science is truth. It's tangible evidence, facts, proof. Like that's all I need to know. So yeah, there was definitely a point where I was like atheist, didn't believe in God at all. Just definitely thought that God was just a figment of, of our imagination, something humans created to just cope with like suffering on this earth, like giving purpose to this, like a reason behind it. Like it can't all just be for nothing. It's like a crutch. Like, oh yeah, I mm -hmm. believe in God, but like it's only a crutch to help mm -hmm. me get through hard things. Yeah. And I just thought like, I'm not going to be de deceived from that lie anymore. Like it's just, it's so obvious to me that this is the truth now. Like it's, yeah, religion is just a crutch. I feel like a lot of people leave the Christian faith well, not because they find it to be so condemning. I know personally, like just growing up Catholic, I really do, I did feel like such, there was such an emphasis on like guilt or just like, like condemnation shame. and yeah. shame for what you do. Like you confess your sins, blah, blah, blah. There was never like this connection with the spirit, a deep loving connection with Jesus. I never, I don't know. I didn't want to feel bad about what I was doing, like condemned, whatever. So like I thought not, believing in god would give me this sense of freedom and like ease i can relax well really what you're yeah. saying is then you get to be your own god like you're in control mm -hmm. of your life you get to be like making your own decisions doing what you think is right and wrong yeah and so you're your own god right and like there's no rules over me like ugh, i i don't need someone telling me how to live right and you know it's crazy it's just like as kids we need parents. Yes. Like, we cannot figure it out on our own. If you just, if they just like threw us out in the woods, we would die. We just, we can't. We need the tools. We need the direction. And it's like the same in spirituality. And that's where I got lost. Like, I thought that I could just figure it out on my own. And I'm like, okay, well, if all these religions, I think all these religions are talking about the same God and they all have these same, like, morals and basis so that means i can just pick and choose from all of them and like learn yeah from each of them they all just found a way to get to god and like in my search now i realize i had no solid ground and i had no guidance or direction like i was just flowing in the wind like oh this sounds good i like this happiness emphasis in yeah. this religion so i'm gonna go with that but i like the structure in the bible so i'll take some of that mm. structure and i like about how this religion hindu has all these gods so i like i like that this god likes beauty so now i'll be beautiful with that god like you just kind of took the parts of religions that you liked and you built your own worldview yeah exactly so after being like an atheist for a little bit i definitely became agnostic because i was like N okay no like there has to be something out there like there is a reason to why we're here there has to be a higher power i just don't know what it is and i don't think it's the god from the bible it's, it's something else so COVID happened i was in my senior year of high school and i remember like i was kind of sort of dating this guy long story short he like ghosted me i was so sad i no. was heartbroken <laughs> so he i was, didn't deserve you <laughs> no no so i was just like really depressed like obviously in everything going around the world like my mom would not let my brother and i leave the house so i was just so like depressed in my room and i i needed something i needed an escape i'm like what am i gonna do and i knew like i needed spirituality like i needed something deeper so i turned to yoga um, I had done yoga like for years and stuff, mm -hmm. but just like going to classes, doing the stretching, I never really got into like the philosophical side of it, but now I did and like the spiritual side. 
and I was diving into that. So I was learning about like chakras and I started getting involved in like crystal healing and mm. I spent so much money on crystals, but I was, you know, I was investing in my healing. And I was just doing all the things, you know, getting incense. I bought a lot of books about like uh, metaphysics, mm-hmm. um, like Deepak Chopra. I was really into him and Eckhart Tolle. So essentially, a lot of this philosophy I was reading is all about how like you are in control and you just need to realize that. Like, so it was like New Age. Yes, yeah, so this is new age spirituality. Okay. And we should put like a definition of new age yeah, spirituality. So, <laughs> no, you're so good. It's basically like the universe. And so what came up, I just kind of Googled what is new age spirituality. And it says the new age worldview emphasizes holism and the idea that everything in existence is intricately connected yes. as part of a single whole. In doing so, rejecting both the dualism, 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 yeah. can't speak, dualism of the Christian division of matter and spirit and the reductionism of, okay, now it's just getting, of Kardashian science. Kardashian that was, science. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basically, yeah, this idea of we're all one. And so if mm-hmm. we're all one, we are centrally you might have heard this term for like the universe experiencing itself. Okay, yes. And it says too with this, it's like there's this belief in mysticism yes. and psychic. A lot of occult practices. Occult. So super involved with just witchcraft. Yes, yes, yes. And at the time, like I did not think I was doing witchcraft. Or I didn't label it as that. And if anything, I thought like it was okay. It's like it's good magic. I was, right. You know, full moon rituals, like the crystals. Oh, so healing. you were involved in all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would do that with my friends. Um, just summoning demons for fun. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> but it's crazy because I didn't think that's what I was doing. Oh, of course. Like, and with tarot, I never like had. I never bought a tarot deck myself. My friends would do it, and like it's scary how like accurate it can be. Mm. And it's like whoa, but you're allowing like spiritual influence that is not of the Holy Spirit. Let's just say. And did you ever go and see a psychic or something? No, thank God I didn't. Oh, okay. okay. Actually, once I used to go to these drum circles and there was a guy who did palm readings and I had him read my palm. Okay. Um, and a drum circle. Yes. They just sit in a circle playing drums. Yes. Yeah, so they're <laughs> so basically it's just like um, at this field, it's in Delray, but they do them everywhere. Um, yeah, just a bunch of hippies around. Like we're all in a circle of people playing drums, dancing in the middle. Um, okay. I had my palm read once and... Oh, I really wish I didn't because I'm telling you, like, okay, the thing with, like, psychics and astrology and stuff, it's, like, we can talk about this. Like, you're essentially giving, let's just be real, like, the devil, these dark forces. No, be real. Like, yeah, be be so for real because it's easy to be like, I don't want to, like, offend people who might be, like, listening to this that are maybe like, yeah, I I like God or, like, oh, I I like Tristan, so I'll listen to her (laughs) podcast, but I don't believe in that or I'm Buddha or whatever. But the reality is that, like, You've been there. So yeah. if not you, then who's going to tell them? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. your, it's what you've experienced. This was your experience with it all. And I just yeah. feel like you have the freedom to just be honest about it. Like if you think that it wasn't from God and it was negatively impacting your life, yeah. but it looked good. Mm. Share that. Something I want to say. Okay. That just like brought this up. So um, this was just like a little excerpt from a video I had watched on YouTube. It was like how to clearly hear God. But we're on the topic of psychics and like people speaking over your life and he was talking about prophetic words right Mm. and he says like one who prophesizes prophesies yeah strengthens others encourages them and comforts them 
If you received a prophetic word that wasn't strengthening, encouraging, or comforting, it wasn't a prophetic word mm. and not from God. And it's just like a lot of the time psychics can tell you beautiful things you want to hear, but then they'll like speak um, some ill into your life. You're like expecting this bad thing to come. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just going to use an example. Like, I remember my roommate saying something about like his psychic told him that he would get his heart broken by a Gemini. And Come, it, be it, for real. And it happened. But, like, Whoa. it's just that why so you got to be so careful with mm -hmm. those because they might speak ill things into your life. And, like, yeah, it comes true because then you, you're believing and you're like, this is going to happen to me, blah, 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 or whatnot. Or even if you don't even believe it, I feel like there is, like, this spiritual – they're convening with – they're channeling spirits. Right. So, basically, what I believe to be true is that – all of that stuff is real. Demonic stuff is real, and they do have power. When you get your your palm read, you read your tarot card, you look for your psychic. Like, they do hear, and they are getting these things, and it's real, and it works. So I'm not like, oh, yeah, it's just dumb, people just looking for something and making it up themselves. No. Demons have power. It's just limited to God. Mm. And so, like, I know a story personally of someone who was in witchcraft and— through that process, witches went out to try and, like, basically her sister was passing away. And so witches went out to, like, perform some spell thing out mm -hmm. in the woods and did this whole ritual thing. And basically, they couldn't touch, like, the sister who was passing away. It wasn't her, but it was, like, her aunt was, like, a witch and whatever. So someone in the family was trying to do that. Mm -hmm. And because of that, she went to go and conjure up her spell and whatever. And they stopped her and were like, we can't interfere in this matter because of Jesus like mm. they couldn't get to they were like oh we try and do the spell and it just doesn't work but the sister who was sick oh. the family there's like all these people who are Christians wow. praying well, at the time I don't know if the sister who was passing away or whatever was happening was a Christian but either way she was so covered in prayer that the demons mm. submitted to the name of Jesus like demons mm. know the name of Jesus yeah. they even say like what is that verse it's like oh you believe in Jesus great even the demons believe that so spiritual like demons and yeah. like all of that holds power and that's why this stuff works mm -hmm. but i'm telling you now that they bow down at the name of they jesus do. they must submit they must flee they don't hold authority over the name yeah. of jesus so they have power just not mm -hmm. god's power and exactly exactly it's true like they have power but once you're under once you're covered with the blood of jesus like they can't touch you yes and it's beautiful and but when you're not like you're susceptible to all of it and i think too I was like, all right, but if I don't believe in demons, like, it's not real. You, If you create your own reality, what you believe is what's real. If you don't believe it, it's not real. Right. But I think, like, but you don't know. Like, there really are spiritual forces, like, influencing you. Yes. And the one thing I heard, I think, the other day, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so true. If you were in control, you wouldn't be suffering this much. Like, you wouldn't have all these problems. Mm. That That's so true. If you're in control of your life, like, I would choose peace and joy every single moment of ever. Yeah. So clearly, like, there are other forces at work against you. Yeah. You're not in control of your life. But you went to college then, and you led a Buddhist Yes, group. let's get into that. So in these years, I was really getting into New Age, and I was just expanding my knowledge on all of this. Um, and I found Buddhism, and that was one that I really stuck with. I didn't get too much into Hinduism. It was mostly just, like, through yoga and, like, the yogic practices involved with Hinduism. But, like, Buddhism, I definitely delve into. What appealed to me mostly about Buddhism was, like, just the meditation aspect mm -hmm. of it. 
Um, and I think meditation is a great thing. Um, I honestly do feel like it's something that like the Western church lacks a little bit. Yeah, no, I understand that for sure. Because we need time to be quiet. Meditation doesn't have to just be yoga. Like there's right. scriptures that literally say, I meditate on your laws. I meditate yeah. on your precepts. I yeah. meditate on your spirit, God. Like we yeah. should be in contemplative prayer meditating, but yes. it's not this idea of like emptying yourself and freeing your mind, but rather emptying your thoughts to fill your mind with God's right. spirit and God's truth. Yes. Because here's where I was at. Like, because truly meditation will bring you so much peace, like the sense of peace and like, wow, I can think clearly now. But the problem is it's like, all right, you get to this state. Now look within for the answers. And that's what I was doing. And I was like, mm. the answers aren't in me, actually. They're in the world. Because the Holy Spirit wasn't living in you yeah. to give you the answer. So who's coming up with the exactly. answers? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And that's something I really want to I wanted to bring up, too. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. The Spirit of God is just leading the conversation yeah, where it's yeah, meant to is. go. Yes. There is, like, a bit of a danger just emptying your mind. Like, mm. you go to the passage in matthew 12 i think it's like 12 44 i believe mm-hmm. when he talks about how like the demon or spirits like leave um their host yeah whatever, and then they come back with yeah. it all swept and in order and bring seven more it's it's a good thing to yeah like think about your thoughts like come to a place of peace like empty your mind but fill it with the word of god because otherwise what are you letting in yeah because you really are like getting into the spiritual realm when you are getting to these places of deep meditation mm-hmm. and um, you just got to be careful with it. So yeah. you were leading this Buddhist group <clears throat> and kind of into that whole like empty yourself and free your mind and find who you are. But then somewhere along the way, like what led you to come to know Jesus? And I remember in your story, uh, you had told me this idea of when you went to this music festival uh, rave yeah, and I you wanted... had this whole dark feminine. <laughs> Today's episode of Fill My Cup is being sponsored by Carmela Coffee Shop at Park Place Plaza. You can stop in at this select location and use code FMC10 for a 10% discount. This upcoming season, they're offering pumpkin spice and other seasonal flavors. And for an extra boost of joy, you can even show them a custom design and make your own personal latte art. Be sure to fill your favorite mug with Carmela Coffee and listen in every Monday morning at 8 a.m. for a new uplifting and life-giving message. You had a spiritual experience there, and somewhere yeah. along the way, you were led to Christ. So what happened yeah. there? So eventually, yeah, I found a Buddhist club on campus, and I started going to all the meetings. We'd have uh, meditations every week, and great group of people. Like, I definitely I made really good friends there, and I still love them so much. Um, but also definitely opened me up to, like, a community of just um, – a lot of drug use, like a lot of psychedelics and music mm. festivals and like raves. And it was like the elevated way of partying because like you're just partying. But like where we were at, it was like, well, we take these psychedelic substances to, you know, expand our mind, expand our consciousness and like set ourselves free, you know, and just love everyone and just be one. And everyone at these music festivals for the most part. It's are in on that them. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's all what? It's all on, like, psychedelics and, like, taking Yeah, stuff. yeah. So that's the thing. Okay, so I went to my first music festival. Um, I went to Okeechobee Fest and, yeah, like, went off the rails. <laughs> like, I did I did MDMA for the first time there in Acid. And, like, I remember when I did Molly, like, I had a really profound psychedelic experience. Like, we did Molly and a breath work. And i telling you, like, I felt like I opened up another portal and like went somewhere and I it's like very hard to describe in words but it was just 
so real and it was an experience like i was like what like that's crazy this is why people do psychedelics i get it now and i'm like and it was just like this is the key to unlocking the answers right of like why we're here this and that like this is stuff that they don't tell you in the bible like this is stuff christians like don't know like we know something they don't know and so definitely like on that wave of doing psychedelics and i've definitely felt like almost this sense of entitlement of like oh it's so bizarre and i was like very selfish in this pursuit of like letting go of my ego I know something big in new age is like um you let you deny yourself you let go of your ego and forget who you were forget who you are like you're actually just this being um the self is what you call it behind this facade like i'm not maria i'm actually this self looking through the eyes of maria mm-hmm. yeah and so i like thought oh i understand that and these people don't which almost just, kind of contradicts itself because then it in letting go of your ego you're actually feeling prideful probably because you know things that people don't yeah, know no, and you're better it was so ironic <laughs> and i felt ew like it's gross like i felt so selfish like i was so obsessed with myself like i'd literally like look in the mirror just way more <laughs> like i don't know like just like watch videos of myself on my camera like and every time i like prayed because I would like speak to the universe, but it was just like all about me. Mm. It was just like manifesting things that I want and what I need to heal because there's so much I need to heal and like work on universe, like help me. It's self-focused. It's very self-focused. And um, wow. Yeah. And so we'll go. Okay. Yeah. To, so the, down to the, the main stage. Uh oh. Yeah, right. So like at these music festivals, I felt so free and all this and then I honestly this is like a demonic encounter and like this honestly got me to like actually believe in like the spiritual realm Mm. is so real so basically at these festivals like you're everyone's on drugs um I remember I did acid and it was horrible like I just was in this like rut I could not choose right from wrong and I didn't know I couldn't make a decision I was in the like what's it analysis paralysis Mm -hmm. like 24 7 it was terrible and I literally felt like I had a demon on one shoulder and an angel on one like every time I think of like something I want to do I think of all the reasons why that's bad and there's something I was like I shouldn't do that it was like all the reasons why I should and it was just torture that makes me think of the verse that talks about how one we don't battle against like flesh and blood but against the principalities and rulers that are fighting against us in the spiritual warfare that we're in but then also like we are literally being influenced so much in our mind to not know right from wrong. And then Paul even says, like, why is it that what I want to do, I can't do, but what I don't want to do, I do. Mm. So we're in good company if we're partnered with Paul and, in his wrestle. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring up Romans. Okay. Because, like, y'all, the battle is up here. Mm. And I think the most dangerous thing that the New Age teaches is that there's no such thing as sin. And, like, it's all an That's illusion. That's, like, one of their teachings? Yeah. Whoa. Because it's, like, God or the universe if god created everything god created the light and the darkness so we must explore both it's nothing's bad we have as a society as humans have labeled things as good and bad but nothing is intrinsically bad so it's all okay but like that's so like believing that just literally like i had no moral compass because i was like well if everything goes anything goes Mm -hmm. i can be free i can do whatever exactly and girl i was literally I would just make decisions like based off how I felt and like it's just that (laughs) that's not okay you cannot have your morals from that and okay so I wanted to bring up Romans because literally Paul wrote this right I think he talks about like 
the Gentiles, so like the common people who weren't Jewish and everyone, I'm like, if it was like if they don't know the law and they still know right from wrong in their hearts. Hold on. I just want to like pull that up. Real yeah. Quick yeah. OK, so it was Romans chapter 2, 14, 16. When people without knowledge of scripture follow the teaching of scripture, it validates that God has written his law within the heart of man. So we're wait, all wait, 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 wait. I had that is so crazy that you're mm. saying that right now, because last night I was literally having a whole conversation with my brother about that exact thing, which I still even have questions about as a Christian of like, OK, well, what about people that just do all the things of Jesus, but don't believe in Jesus? Like. But then it talks about how all of our good works are like dirty rags to God mm. because it's nothing without the spirit of God. So there's just so much. And yeah. so this just goes to show as a Christian, it's okay to not have all the answers and to have questions and to want to work through understanding people in general and how faith works with everything. But I had this exact conversation mm. with my brother about that whole idea and you just gave that scripture for it. So, yeah. wow. Within this whole new age, like I was just searching to heal. Like I had so many wounds and I didn't understand why I was so sad about certain things so mm. angry so quick to be bitter and stuff and i'm like what is wrong with me like i just want to be better i just want to heal and so i was seeking healing in all these ways you know like the yoga i was just seeking to heal the meditation the crystals the energy work the music festivals like the retreats you name it like ecstatic mm. dance like just blah, blah blah so many things and it was never enough and i was just like i must just be like messed up like how is this like I still can't get over like what what part of my inner child still hasn't been healed. And so we'll just fast forward to like how I came to faith with Jesus. So um, basically at one of those drum circles, I had met a guy there who we just we started talking instant soulmate connection. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, like day three. I was like, this is the man I'm going to marry. Like, there's no way like he's everything. I was so madly in love with him. Just to spare the story, like. Basically, he broke up with me in January and mm -hmm. it crushed me. Like I was so confused. I was so hurt. And it just it brought me to rock bottom. And that night that it happened, I <laughs> just I did not know what to do. No amount of meditation was going to get me like was going to heal me or I like, I just didn't know where to turn because this was so deep. The hole was so deep. I'm like, what do I do? So I literally like cried out to God that night. I laid in my bed. And I just looked up and I was out loud like, God, you have just proven to me that I have no control over my life. And like, I just don't understand. Like, why did this happen? God, please help me. Please help me because I don't know what to do. Like, I was just begging for God to help me. Um, yeah. And so, because at this point, I I want to say, like, I was, like, praying to the universe and that, but I was, like, I guess, ev spiritually evolving more, and I was getting more comfortable with starting to say God instead of the universe, and I was becoming more open-minded to, like, Christianity. Like, I remember watching videos about how Jesus was a mystic. Mm. And I was like, see, like, this is the truth about Jesus that, like, the Bible isn't teaching. Red flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it tells you everything you, like, it sounds so, it's so no, spiritually seductive. It. Like, it tells you everything. Like, do you want to hear? It sounds so true, though. Um, but, like, that's what I was in. And I remember I was becoming more, like, open-minded if I could actually like start to accept christianity and like see like the good in it um 
obviously not like devout myself or anything to it but like i was like all right i'll, I'll see what's it about i never read the bible though or anything i just literally would watch these youtube videos and it was just like little seeds here and there of jesus and i remember i listened to a worship song that i actually really liked and i was like wow it's so beautiful like a devotion devotional song to god and like at this point i was just thinking god like the the higher power among us all like you know i wasn't thinking like god of the bible and so, yeah, so I had these little seeds of Jesus. And, like, right before the breakup, which was crazy, is, like, I remember, like, questioning my spirituality. I was, like, what do I really believe in? Because I, like, I've gone these whole years just, like, floating, just basically, like, throwing anything at the wall and seeing if it sticks. And I just never felt grounded. And I always felt like there's something missing. Like, there's something more. And I don't know what it is. But, Yeah. I surrendered to God basically that night. I surrendered to him. And then, so the next day, I, like, I think about Jesus a little bit. And I'm like, hmm, like, why have I never really prayed to him? Like, I'm so okay with all these other religions and stuff. And, like, I'll pray to these African gods and whatnot. I'll worship the ocean. But, like, I, but for some reason, like, Jesus, I'm like, I don't know if I fully believe in him and that story. And last we talked to when you told me part of your story, mm -hmm. you were just opposed to Jesus. Like you kind of were okay with other religions, but as soon as it was yeah. Jesus, you were just like, I don't want anything to do with yeah. Christianity. And I feel like part of it was like my mom, what she became born again Christian. And like w at the same time that I was delving in all this new age and uh, she would tell me things like, don't listen don't to do false prophets. Yeah. yeah. And it just made me mad. And so I just didn't want to like look to Christianity. And I was just like, I really stereotyped Christians. I genuinely just thought like uh, they were all just so close-minded and just like that they think they're better than everyone and this and that and like which just isn't true and I couldn't see that until like I actually till like the veils lifted off my eyes and I actually like put myself in spaces with Christians like going to church and like seeing like no they're actually really chill <laughs> like yeah and like you said I love that you emphasized on that that God lifted the veil from your eyes. Like, yeah. I think he honestly allowed you. I've, I see Jesus all over this story. Like, he allowed you to go and seek mm -hmm. and find what you believe, delve into this religion and that belief and this thing. But as soon as he was ready to step in and meet you where you were at and your heart was ready to receive him, mm -hmm. like, he came in and showed you truth, and he is truth. There's that verse that says, he, he when Jesus is talking, he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. Like, yes. he is the way that we're looking for he's the truth that we're looking mm. for but sometimes he just gives us over to what we want when we want to be finding ourselves and looking for our own yeah. fulfillment he'll give us over to that and then eventually in his grace the prayer is that he reaches yeah. in and he saves us and steps yeah. into our, our brokenness and our mess and because yeah and because he gives us free will because he knows true love is not forcing yeah you to do something and like unfortunately yeah like when we choose not to follow him we like fall into our own ways and it we end up getting so hurt yeah. and like that's something so beautiful about god and the bible is like he gave us commandments because he's a loving father and like he knows what's best for us yes and like those rules and commandments they're not to limit us in any way or condemn us it's literally to protect us from evil and you suffering. wouldn't let your two-year-olds put their hand on the stove yeah you're not being mean and it's you're helping you love them mm -hmm. and it's like what good loving parent would give their kid like all the candy in the world like if their kid is begging for the chocolate like you know like 
love is discipline. And like, boundaries isn't a lack of love. Yeah. Like when you have properties, you have a fence up on your properties, mm-hmm. not because you're setting rules against your neighbors to be like, oh, I just don't want to talk to them. I hate them. Like mm-hmm. it's because there's a boundary in place that this is your space. This is your property. But like it's not a lack of love. And I just think in our relationship with God, too. He gives us these rules, yes, and they are mm-hmm. technically like that boundary, yes. Like, we shouldn't be, like, having sex outside of marriage. We shouldn't be turning to drugs for our fulfillment to satisfy us. We shouldn't be doing all of these things that the Bible tells us that we shouldn't do. But it's not because it's like, oh, he wants to be a dictator in our life. Yeah. No, but rather he knows that if we do these things, they are not good for yeah, us. He knows how much suffering it causes, yes. and we just can't see it in the moment because we're so caught up in the instant pleasure but he's protecting us and like that's something too that like i okay with all the new age and like i'm so free this and that like truly like freedom isn't i can do whatever i want whenever i want like if that's what you're doing you're actually just a slave to your desires like oh, that's so there's good. no freedom in say, that say it again for the people in the back <laughs> if you think freedom is just doing whatever you want when you want following what you feel, doing what you feel in the moment, you're actually just a slave to your desires. Mm. Like, think about it. Like, there's freedom and discipline because you know you can say no to that flesh, that part, that that selfish desire that really wants that thing. Like, let's just be real. Like, sex, like, you're like, oh, I just, like, want to have sex with them so bad, this and that. And, like, no, like, you have the spirit to tell you that's not right. The freedom isn't the discipline. That's why he gives us um, the fruits of the spirit, he says, there's joy, um, peace, love, and self-control. Yes. There's so much freedom in that because you can actually say no to your desires. You're not a slave to that, to your flesh. And that's why God talks about, like, feeding the spirit, not the flesh. And mm-hmm. there's just so much wisdom in the Bible that, like, I can't believe I was missing because I was just so, like, turned off by Christianity. I just didn't want to look. And mm-hmm. I had that veil on my eyes. So um, the day that the breakup happened and everything... The next day when I was like, okay, I want to think more about Jesus. What if I just pray to him? All right, you know what? What do I have to lose? Like, clearly there has to be something here. Why is my mom, like, so drawn to Jesus and, like, all those other people? You know, like, let me just give it a chance. And I I had prayed to Jesus in the past, right? Like, I grew up Catholic. Like, just do it, Maria. And so I, like, actually prayed to Jesus to help me with the pain of, like, this breakup. Like, what's going on? So then, like, later that day, that night, I remember calling my mom. I'm telling her the whole situation. And I just remember, like, I was crying to them. And I was like, I just want to believe in Christ. Mm. And it's like, I felt like in that moment, I didn't even know what I was saying. Like, did I, I just, yeah, I feel like that was a spirit leading me. i telling her I want to believe in Christ. And then she had me, like, repeat, like, these two things. Like, I invite Jesus into my heart. I invite the Holy Spirit into my heart. And so I said that. I spoke that out loud. And then, like, whatever. I go to bed. Um, but before I go to bed, I like go on YouTube and God totally just puts these videos in my recommended. Um, and it was a testimony video from Chris Smith. Shout out to Chris Smith. You guys got to watch his testimony. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was basically the title was like how I went from like ayahuasca, DMT, yoga, Buddhism to Jesus. And I'm like, all right, I think I need to watch mm-hmm. this. And I watch it. And it just like everything he's saying just starts resonating. I'm like, okay, wow, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yo, yeah, I definitely relate to that. And it's just like one thing after the other. And then I was just like, boom, like 
like after watching that video and just sitting for a second, it was just like the light bulb went off in my head. And like, that's the moment I tell you, like, I really feel like the veil was lifted from my eyes. I felt like, whoa, this is the truth. Hmm. Oh my gosh, everything that I was doing, that was, that was a lie. Like, like something I, washed over you, like you just knew. And it was just so blatantly obvious what the truth was and what the lie was. And like, and it genuinely, like, I, it's like hard to put into words, but it was like this knowing, mm. this knowing that like, oh, that's truth. And this knowing that like, that's Jesus, like Jesus Come is the missing on. piece. He is the truth all along. Like, and I remember in that moment being filled with like, just so much like love and sense of peace and security. Bro, 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 bro. God literally saved your life. Like, I know. You were, in all respect, going down, like, a really yeah, bad path. I was, and I couldn't see. I was so <laughs> blind to it. And bro, that's literally why, like, I remember after being saved, I listened to Amazing Grace. And I remember, like, the lyrics. I'm like, it, they hit so hard. It was like, I was blind. But now I see because that's genuinely how I felt. I was like, I was blind. For was, all of us. Like, mm -hmm. if you, before you knew Jesus, like, you were blind. And yeah. he opened your eyes to see. Like, I am no better in my story as well. So yeah. it's so true. But... Sorry, I think I cut you off. What were you no, saying? No, it's okay. Like, and exactly that. And I was filled with this love. And I really want to say, like, this is where it's like, this is how I know, like, Jesus, he is the ultimate healer. Like, he is the only one who can heal those deep, deep wounds. Because I swear to you, like, that love I felt, like, it took away the pain. One, it took away, like, the pain of the breakup. Kind of instantaneously. Like, that was, like, so joyful of finding mm. Jesus. But it also seriously healed the wound of me losing my father, I genuinely never thought that was a wound that could be healed. I thought I'd always be sad, always be thinking about him. Like I'm telling you, for like 12 years straight, I thought about my dad every single day and would cry when I thought about him sometimes. And like, but I'm telling you, like since being saved by Jesus, that doesn't happen anymore. Wow. Like I don't think about my dad every day. You see God day. as a good father, I'm exactly. sure. Exactly, and like that's what I was missing all along is so crazy, like to, see god as my father my this is a whole separate father. conversation yeah i know well, we could talk here for three hours it's just like so <laughs> we sad. did last I know, time i was I like oh, you're story. it was only a three-hour conversation never enough time to talk about god which is what yeah. i love about him so much is we could just talk about him forever yeah. But, wow yeah and like i was very joyful of jesus like finding jesus i'm like oh my gosh this is crazy like this is what i was missing all along like he was the missing piece and i don't have to look at all these different things all these different modalities of healing like i can just look to him like he's the all-in-one it's just brought me so much peace and not to say like it's been the easiest ride i still struggle with doubt mm. so much and again the spiritual warfare is real like the enemy does not want you to be over in the good kingdom like he will do everything in his power to like pull you back into that darkness but once you see the light and you're there like you know like that's what i'm after and mm. that's what i'm searching for and it was just it's so pure like I remember that this feeling of purity washing over me when like I encountered Jesus well I can say now I think I encountered the Holy Spirit yeah in that moment I just want people to know listening there's so much I didn't get to say that I definitely want to I, I'm gonna post my own testimony video on YouTube for everyone to see yeah to get more into if you're more interested because there's so much more so many more components um but I just want to say like if you feel like you're just spiritual. You might you don't conform to any sort of belief system or whatnot, but you know like something's out there and you you're seeking truth. I just say like just give Jesus a chance mm. because 
give him a chance. Like, what are you going to lose, you know? Um, the worst that happens is you give him a chance and then <laughs> nothing happens and you're back to the same search that you were already in. Exactly. But the best that happens, eternal life. You have yes. a relationship with Jesus. You found what you've been looking for. You, you'll find what you're looking for. And I'm telling you, like, it really happened to me and I know it can happen for you. And I would never have imagined myself saying these things ever like did you think you'd be here on a podcast sharing no. your story of coming to believe in jesus christ i know that's like, literally it's so probably true. mind baffling. and i know so many friends watching this probably like what like that's, that's but because it's true because it's true like i'm so serious and i'm really passionate about this because like i know you're suffering like so many people like we're suffering and we they don't know what to do or where to put their hope and trust and they're afraid of like being vulnerable afraid of putting their trust in something but I'm telling you like you don't have to be afraid of putting your trust in Jesus like you won't be let down like you won't be let down and he is here he is for you and just one passage that I love so much is like when he says come all to me who are weary and heavily burdened for I will give you rest for my take my yoke upon you for my yoke is easy and my burden is light like guys he's here for us like he just wants to embrace you with loving arms and Maybe you don't understand what that means. Like, is he a man? Like, what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's real. It's like, but like, it's like all a spirit the, hugging me. Yeah. Like, who's hugging me? But all the questions that you have, like, just be patient and he will answer them and he will soothe your doubts. That's something that I've had to learn. But it's so rewarding putting my faith and trust in Jesus. And like, yeah, I'm so eternally thankful for him literally coming down and saving me, like you said. And I just want that freedom for you. Like, he is freedom. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I'll just end it on this little thing. There's this song, like, Freedom is Sound the Blood. It's like this little jingle. It's like a Do you want to sing song. it for us? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, wait. Yes. Y'all, she's like a music artist, <laughs> pop star. But the line, it's like this little, like, Christian rap song. He's like, God is love, and I know that his love is enough, and I know that you're looking for peace, yeah, but you won't find that in the drugs. If you want to be free, yeah, then freedom is found in the blood. He did it for me and my family, now I'm just trying to spread the love. And it's just, like, so true. It's so true. So good. And he loves you, like, one last thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you were hurt by the church, like, I understand why you really would not want to look to mm. Christ or Christianity, because you're like, no, like, that's an institution with evil people and they hurt me they said this like why would i put myself in that just know like sin is real and it's everywhere and yeah unfortunately there are terrible people who disguise themselves as christians and do horrible things in the name of jesus but like that is not god and like god just loves you god just wants a relationship with you and if you would just soften your heart to him and let him touch you with his love that love it truly is this love and peace that surpasses all understanding. And, like, he'll heal you. Like, he's just the answer, guys. Like, there's so much more I want to say. And follow me on Instagram yes. if you want to know more. Like, I'm be so happy to talk with you. So, and yes, we're going to shout it out just so that because this literally scratches the surface of her story. And I hope this was an encouragement to you guys to just get to hear how God stepped in, saved her from this whole life trajectory she was going on in her search of truth, which honestly was so powerful because God led her to himself ultimately in the end of her story. But 
Uh, there's just so much more to her story of things that I know that she's told me personally. So maybe this is your encouragement because I'm sure people are going to want to hear more. Yeah, like, what was that like? What all were you involved in? Or I do tarot cards and is it really yeah. Like, there's so many questions and caveats so <laughs> to yeah. this new age and the practices that you did and parts of your story of what happened. And uh, I remember hearing it and just feeling so like, I didn't even know this stuff was real, but it's all so real. And so she's going to post her testimony, I will. God willing, I will, I will. Um, there. So that's her, her push to go and, and share her faith and share her testimony. But yeah, if this was an encouragement to you listening that maybe you're involved in New Age or you resonate with this, you can definitely reach out to her Instagram if you want to share what your handle is. Yeah, so my Instagram is Maria Falcone Music. I post music content there, but shoot me a DM and I'll be so happy to talk with you. Yeah, so if you feel like you want to reach out, ask questions, hear more of her story, or if anything she said was personally an encouragement to you listening to her, definitely feel free to DM her and reach out and let her know that. I think she's definitely open to that. But you can also go on to fillmycup.podcast and you can send a DM there even and we can relay the message however you want to reach out best. But if this was an uh, encouragement to you, this episode spoke into your life in any ways, we would love to know over at Fill My Cup. But then you can also look to my personal Instagram, which is at tristan.tice. So always reach out. Always feel like you have a sister and a friend in, in me and in this space. And so thank you again for listening in. And we hope you have a great rest of your Monday. Bye.